Showtiempo. What's going on, everybody? Alex Padilla here with you for your weekly Showtiempo podcast. Normally, you would hear the voice of Jordan Carruth to be here with me, but, you know, sometimes life happens and people can't make it. So Jordan is going to take the week off. I will be joined by a good friend of mine who works for TheBigLead.com. He's a senior writer. He covers the NBA. He covers basically all sports, but he's a diehard Laker fan. My buddy Ryan Phillips, he's going to join us to talk about the latest with the Lakers organization with Magic Johnson still being involved somehow with the front office um, to see if there's going to be a replacement for Rob Palinka. The head coach search continues. Who's it going to be? Jawan Howard, Ty Lue, Monty, Monty Williams, the 2019 summer free agent class. There's so much to talk about with Ryan that I would love to get his opinion on. Um, Buzz, when we taped this, as soon as we turned the mics off and he left the building, the news came out. The big news of the day on Tuesday was that Jason Kidd interviewed with the L.A. Lakers. That's right. Jason freaking Kidd interviewed for the position of head coach with the Los Angeles Lakers. He interviewed with current and probably going to be general manager Rob Palinka and a basketball advisor in Kurt Rambis uh, for the job. Um, I think that when we, and me and Jordan, when I say we, me and Jordan, we had the odds we had the odds listed of the favorites to be the next Lakers head coach. Jason Kidd was fifth, I believe, on the list, or sixth maybe. And both of us almost regurgitated because of the thought of Jason Kidd being the head coach. I mean, listen, he's been a head coach before. He's a coach with Milwaukee. He was a coach for Brooklyn Nets for one year. He has a 183 and 190 record in his career. He's a 491 win percentage in his career as a head coach. Is he capable of being head coach of the Lakers? Sure. I mean, Sure. <laughs> but do we want him? No. Um, and, you know, I asked Ryan about the chances of Juwan Howard being the next head coach of Ty Lue or Monty Williams. Who would you rather have of the three? Or is there somebody else that you would ha- rather have of the, of the three? You're going to hear what he said. He had, a, he had a really strong opinion on who he wants to be the, the next Lakers head coach. And you know, I never even asked him about Jason Kidd because why would I? I never thought it would be a possibility. Uh, but now, obviously... He's interviewed, but according to Broderick Turner of the LA Times, BA, the Lakers interviewed him, but he's not considered to be a serious contender for the shot of the Lakers job. That's a good thing to hear. I don't want Jason Kidd to be the next Lakers head coach. It's very simple. That's all. I don't want him. Um, I've made my feelings clear about the three guys that me and Ryan talk about. You'll hear that as well. Um, But, you know, luckily... According to B.A. Turner, who's a very reliable source of the L.A. Times, he says that this he's not going to have a serious shot at this job. So it's good. Um, I'm glad Rob Palinka at least is interviewing more than one candidate. Of course, when Luke Wallen got hired, he was the only one interviewed. Of course, it wasn't Magic and Rob that did that, though. Um, so just go out there. And I don't see the hurry of hiring a head coach, especially if the Lakers are still considering bringing somebody in. Like That's kind of reverse order. you got to kind of do the top-to-bottom thing. But... We'll see what ends up happening with the head coaches so much time before they really do have to make a decision. But if you listen to Ryan Phillips of the BigLead.com, senior writer, he thinks that this is a smart thing to do, to get the head coach as fast as you can, beat out competitors before they finish up with the playoffs. So my buddy, Ryan Phillips, who, backstory, um, 
We hosted a radio show together along with Jordan Cruz, the three of us here in the Southern California market, uh, for a good while. And somehow, some way, the Lakers just dominated the conversation. We all love the Lakers so much. He had a lot of differing opinions than mine, which is good because I think me and Jordan kind of um, agree a lot of times, which isn't necessarily the most entertaining thing to hear. But, um, you know, he, Ryan and me disagreed on a lot of things with the Lakers. And I think we disagree on a lot of things in this interview, even though I wasn't giving him my opinion. I was more interviewing him. It's a... It's just good to get someone else's opinion, and he didn't change my mind. <laughs> he didn't change my mind at all, but he's connected within the organization a little bit, so it's it's good to get a little insight on the Lakers. So here it is, the interview with Ryan Phillips of TheBigLeague.com right now. Ryan, thanks so much for taking the time, man. Hey, buddy. I haven't seen you in a while on I know. the air. It's I know. It's been a while. That, let's just give a brief, brief history lesson. Jordan Cruz, myself, and Ryan used to have our own radio show for a uh, radio station, uh, and we just... We always seemed to talk Lakers, even when it wasn't it NBA season. Up. We were, you know, what was great with my one of my favorite episodes of The Hangover, which was our show, was we were tracking LeBron James's private jet that we didn't actually know was LeBron James's private jet. I forgot pe- about pe- that. People had sort of like pieced it together, and yeah. that was our entire show. Every ten minutes, to be a check in. Oh nope, they're over the Rockets yeah. now. You know, like, where was, was he in the Bahamas or something? Yeah, something like that. And he was flying back to flying LA. To LA, and, and it we, turned out it was it LA. Was his, and it was his because plane. Uh, Arash Markazi from the LA Times back then he was at ESPN. He was also tracking that same plane, and he ended up going to the airport. When that plane landed, and it was and LeBron, LeBron James. walked off the plane. Yeah, it was the worst kept secret ever that LeBron James was on a private plane from the Bahamas heading to LA, and I believe it was that next Sunday that he signed with. Yeah, the, that was he. That was a Saturday morning. He got home right when it he was eligible to like talk to teams. Yeah, and so I think Magic came over at midnight that night, right. and that was the absolutely that was, that was a that was a wild forty eight hours uh, in Lakerland, and I remember. You were a giant proponent of keeping the young core intact and, and I not wanted, trading them for a Kawhi Leonard or whoever else. And I also wanted to keep Julius Randle and Brooke Lopez. Yes, yes, yes. And it turns out that the coaching staff who worked with him every day wanted that also, as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I was. I thought that Luke Walton – with that group and with the players like Julius Randle who was developing, I saw that Julius Randle was headed for a career year. I, I just saw it. I saw that he was also a leader in that locker room, and I thought they should have kept him. I, and, yeah. and I thought losing him was a mistake, especially when, you know, and then Brooke Lopez as well. I thought his game fit LeBron really well. And then you lose him, and in, who he was willing to stay for like a minimum contract. You lose him and you bring in like a Michael Beasley. Mm-hmm. I just, I didn't. Uh, yeah, wasn't a huge fan of that. So move. on your website, thebigleague.com, you don't specifically cover the Lakers, but you do write a lot about the NBA and just kind of any mm-hmm. other sport. Um, when you look at the numbers and you just say you put up LeBron James makes a mixtape with uh, with uh, Slim Thug, whoever the hell the rapper was, does that blow up more than, let's say, you know, Russell Westbrook yelled at a fan kind of thing? Or is LeBron James still... A a giant yes, and as far as clicks go, LeBron is every. I mean, LeBron is. It, you could have a website solely dedicated to LeBron. Brian Windhorst has had a career dedicated. Silver to Silver Screen and Roll is dedicated to LeBron James. Yeah, yes, so I mean, we know this. It is. It's huge. And and sure, that Russell Westbrook, you know, yells at a fan or whatever is going to do well. Right. Uh, but I think that it has to be Russell Westbrook doing something. 
outrageous that stands out mm-hmm. as opposed to anything LeBron does, people are fascinated with. And I mean, he's just generations Jordan. So you can imagine what it would have been like if Michael Jordan back in the day did anything and we were counting clicks. Oh, it would man. have been huge. I can't imagine Michael Jordan playing in the age of social media. I think it, we um, would we would have a much different view of Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant, I think, was the first superstar to play in the age of social media. But the problem, not the problem, the good thing for Kobe was that you know, Twitter really wasn't a thing when he it was, was the back half of his career. Right. Yeah. It was the I'm um, hurt half of his career, mm-hmm. the, not the 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 trial, the rape trial or anything like that. Um, so I really do think LeBron is actually the first. He's the first megastar. He is definitely the, the first megastar. Yeah. And I think in any sport where no matter what he does. Uh, Twitter fingers erupt every time he yeah, does anything. I think it's sort of like he and you know, I would say this, uh, the other big mega star of the social media era has been Tom Brady probably, but, but he, he, doesn't, he doesn't blow up the way LeBron is. But if you're just looking at the guys who are the superstars in this era, it's it's those two guys. And, and even Peyton Manning was so, he was so... Uh, Good, you yeah. know, like there was never any controversy. Yeah. There's very little controversy around Peyton Manning, and so I, I would say that there has been controversy around someone like Isn't Tom Brady. It crazy but he's though, not like involved. LeBron is nothing but good. Yes, but yet we make him out, including myself, to be a villain. Like we made when he did. Well, there's on court when, and off court, right? That's the thing. When he did the decision, it was like he became the bad guy. Yes. He tried to be the bad guy in Miami, but it's like. Never off the court was he ever off the court. He is a model citizen. He's an angel. Yeah. He's He's an angel of a person. He is exactly what you want your superstar to be off the court. I mean, he is a good dad. He's a good husband. I mean, from everything we know, who knows? But he he, he has the appearance of like this great involved father, this great uh, husband, doting husband. This, you know, he's not, he's not a guy who goes out and parties all the time. He, he doesn't, um, you know, you've never seen him get arrested or any, any of those things. schools. Make, yeah, he does everything in the community and yeah. is involved and uh, speaks out about injustice and things like that. I mean, he's exactly what you want from a superstar. But yes, we do. He can be moody as a basketball mm-hmm. player. and But again, Michael Jordan was moody as a basketball right. player. All these guys are. I mean, it's a long it's season. A, it's a really fascinating thing when I sit here every Tuesday night with Jordan Carruth and we talk about the Lakers and... You know, no matter what, the conversation always comes back to LeBron because that's he's that big of an of a player on the court, off the court when it comes to any organization that he's a part of. It's always LeBron James. So when we, you know, let's just say we we go back and and when the Lakers were in the middle of this terrible February when he was hurt, Lonzo was hurt, and the playoff hopes were just when the playoff activated things started mm-hmm. and they just sucked for a yeah. long time. That's when it became well. Let's point fingers, and who was getting the the finger pointed at him the most was LeBron James because it was him on the court. It was him, you know. There's endless videos of him not trying on defense. There's videos of him um, pointing the fingers at other players. All the reports about the trade speculation with Anthony Davis. It all somehow circled LeBron James. But maybe at the end of the day, and I when we did a, a game called the Blame Game. Mm-hmm. I think we got ahead of it because a lot of people started blaming at people after. But I told Jordan, like, who do you blame the most? I'll give you the front office, Rap Magic and Rob. I'll give you Luke Walton. I'll give you LeBron. I'll give you the veterans, which is the meme team. Mm-hmm. Or I'll give you the, you know, the young core. It's like, put them in order. And this was about February when they were, they looked like they were not going to make the playoffs. And I pointed straight at Magic and Rob. Yes. I was like, one. They constructed this roster, first of all. So, 
let's talk about the situation uh, because the situation is a weird one. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, Magic Johnson steps down two weeks ago as president of basketball operations, um, and it, as, you know, according to all reports, they're not going to replace Magic Johnson. They're kind of going to let Rob Palinka, the general manager who stayed, take over, I guess, as well, the overseer of basketball he, here's the way operations. I, here's the way I've read this. They're not going to replace him right now. They're letting Rob Palenka right. run the coaching search with Jeannie Buss as mm-hmm. well. Like She's meeting with all the coaching candidates for their second interviews, I believe. Jawan Howard on Tuesday trying to get Ty Lue and Monty Williams in for second interviews. Yes, and it looks like that's going to happen yeah. from what I've heard. But I have a feeling that the reason why they're not going to replace Magic Johnson right away is because maybe the guys they want to chase are still in the postseason. Okay. I think there is a high possibility that e- maybe that's what Jeannie Buss thinks right now. Are but you looking people- at a certain man named Myers with the Warriors? Is I that think, still out I th- there? I think Bob Myers is a, is a possibility. I think that Jerry West coming aboard in some capacity is a possibility. And I think if either of those things happen, I think Rob Palenka may be out the door. But I think right now they want to secure a coach – and jump the line. That makes no sense to me. Well, they want to secure a coach to jump the line ahead of all those other teams that are looking at coaches right yeah, now. But this still makes no sense to me whatsoever. What? But what so if you, you miss out on the good guys, and then you've got to kind of... Are you telling me that Ty Lue, Juwan Howard, and Monty Williams are the good guys? Those are the guys... I think Ty the, Lue's a really good coach. Okay. He won a championship in Cleveland. He did? He took them I back to I will not take that away from him. And there he, is like a certain... I like. I think Ty Lue is a, a good certain, coach. Like, There's a certain... You know whether it's right or wrong, there's thoughts about Ty Lue going with LeBron again. You, I mean, you can't you can't deny that it looks like LeBron's bringing in Ty Lue again. Right, but you can also say that look, Ty Lue in his two years as head coach won a championship. You know, it was half a year he took over for David Blatt. He won a championship, then went back to the finals, and then he left. When LeBron, I mean, he he played, he coached six games, yeah. and then Le, but without LeBron, and they just said, okay, you're not a rebuilding coach. But my thing is, if you bring in Ty Lue, and then somehow, some way, Jerry West agrees to come in and be your your VP or whatever, and Jerry West like, well, why'd you hire Ty Lue? Like, that's not my coach. That's not who I want. Like, then now we're back, and then I have Rob Palinka. So it's like you have all these pieces. I that think don't if a new, I think if, a if, if, if a Myers or a West comes on, I think there is a. Real potential. I feel like they're doing it in reverse order. Probably, but again, you can't hire guys who are busy right now. Let me ask you what the hurry is then. Free agency doesn't start until July. The NBA draft is in June. What is the hurry of of hiring someone right now? I, I th- only to get a Ty Lue or a Monty Williams. I, I like Monty Williams. I like Ty Lue. I think they'll both be good coaches. I I, I think that the problem is if you. Let these other guy. If you let these guys pass, and let's say Phoenix snags one, or somebody else grabs the other, you mm-hmm. know, then what are you left with? I'm, I wouldn't be all that upset if Ty Lue and Monty Williams or Juwan Howard get swooped up. Well, Juwan Howard, I, I would agree. I, I just don't high on my list. But. I there. I think if Ty Lue was that good of a head coach, what was he sitting out this year for? Was he waiting well, to he was, be the he Lakers got, he head got coach? He got fired six games into the season, right? So and he, he never tried to get another job. 
probably he was probably getting paid to sit around and take some time off. Remember, he had health issues yeah. too for a little bit. Yeah. So I, I, I just think the Lakers I think he was are waiting until the end of the year. I just think the Lakers are doing it in reverse order. Maybe I, don't I mean I, I'd certainly see that perspective. And then I, having I'm not arguing, then and then Magic Johnson being wherever he's caught by TMZ saying, "Oh, I'm still helping. I'm still you know it's like I never left." He actually said, "It's like I never left. I'm still going to be there to help with the free agents this summer." It's like, no, can you just leave? Well, don't they just want him to just? Leave? Well, I think for Magic, what he's saying is, what he's trying to do is make it so, no, I'm not like not w- involved with the Lakers ever again. Like, I'm not hired and not making day-to-day decisions. But again, Magic stumbles over his words all the time. And yeah. But I think that what he's trying to say is, no, I'm still a Laker. I'm still involved, with it, but I'm not making day-to-day decisions. Right. And look, let's, Which is what let's he should be have been real. the whole time. Exactly. And let's, let's be real. Running an NBA franchise the way Magic was brought in to do is not a part-time job, and he treated it like a part-time yeah. job where he would go away for three weeks at a time, come back, and want to fire Luke Walton. You know, where he's not there day-to-day, doesn't see what's going Magic on. Magic Johnson needs to be some sort of like, you know, we're in the days of influencers. Mm-hmm. Magic Johnson needs to just be like a brand ambassador for the Lakers. I and that agree. is it. And that's, I think, and what for, is pretty much he's going to be. Bringing him in to be your president of basketball ops, and then he's on MLB's World Series pregame show, I'm going to go get another free agent. See, that's that's fine if it's Magic Johnson, the brand ambassador. Right. Like If it's Magic Johnson, the Showtime Lakers saying that, that's amazing. That's yes. awesome. That's hilarious. When it's the president of basketball operations, why, I know the, you kind of own the Dodgers, like, but do we really like you know what I'm saying? Like he just yeah. wasn't cut out for the job. It's it's old news. No, but. I agree. I mean, look, and, and I said this uh, when I was interviewed about it a while back. It's like Magic Johnson, the main thing, the one main thing he was brought on to the Lakers to do was get LeBron James. Yeah. He accomplished that. Other than that, his tenure was pretty much a failure, but he did get LeBron James, which is goal number one. On this podcast, on Show Tiempo, LeBron James chose the Lakers and Magic Johnson. I... I Magic yeah. didn't get him. No, he I He was already I coming. I, I know. I'm just saying, I, you know, and I agree. But it's going to go I, on his resume. And I agree. It goes on the resume, though. Underachievements? He, he didn't screw it up. Underachievements? We'll yeah. Underachievements and skills or whatever you want to put Signed the greatest on. player of his generation. Got LeBron James to come to the LA Lakers. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, 100% agree. Did LeBron already know he was going to? Probably. Probably. You Probably. know, almost certainly. And and But, you know, it goes on his list. Yeah. It's just a very interesting time in Lakerland because there's so many questions that that are out there, they're going to be out there. And the fact that, you know, Magic's still running his mouth, Palinka's still there, head coach search is on, um, you know, it, it, it's just a weird time in Lakerland. It's a very weird time in Lakerland. Um, before you get out of here, I know you mm-hmm. got to go back to your job. I do I'll, work. I want, to put, I want you to put your prediction head on. I want you to tell me the Lakers front office, the way it's going to be formulated when July comes around. Let's just say when training camp comes around. Okay. Tell me the front office and tell me the free agent superstar the Lakers signed, if any. Okay, I think Ty Lue will be the head coach. I think, oh, man. I think when it comes down to it, I don't think Myers is leaving the Warriors. Uh, I think Jerry West will make a return as a some kind of advisor. advisor. You think that's really going to happen? I think so, yeah. Okay. If if it's not Myers, yeah, okay. I think that that they'll they'll give Jerry West something, uh, maybe like you know head of scouting department mm-hmm. or, or whatever, uh, to get sort of a a face back. Um, I'd be cool if it was Jerry 
Jerry West, the owner of the LA Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that, oh man, what star will come? I, I I don't think a trade for Anthony Davis is happening this summer with the Lakers. I think uh, the Pelicans are so turned off to what happened and to Rich Paul trying to maneuver things, mm-hmm. which, by the way, made the Lakers look horrible. No, Griffin wasn't there. Yeah, but Griffin has pretty much said he wants to keep Anthony Davis. Yeah, of course. What are you going to say to your well, fan base where he just got in? Yeah, I, I think that if you, Anthony Davis wants out, you might as well do the Paul George thing and get something. Get your Oladipo from him. Or get, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think he's going to make a trade with the Celtics. Okay. Um, if he makes a trade. I think he's going to hold off and make a trade with the Celtics. Um, trade him out of the conference, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. Uh, as far as a free agent for the Lakers, I really don't know because we don't know what the landscape is going to look like in a few weeks. Um, I do think Kawhi Leonard is in play. I, I think he's going to the Clippers, but I think he's in play. Um, I think Clay Thompson is more in play than than we have heard. And I think that it could be a free agent free for all this year, where some crazy stuff happens. So it's really hard to predict because I, a I lot mean, of players stayed in the summer of 2018. Yes, and I think that we will see a different summer this summer because I think that, and I think the first one that's going to happen, and and everybody's talking about it. I think Kevin Durant is out with mm-hmm. the Warriors, and I think that sets off a ton of movement because who who Kyrie. goes? Yeah. Does Kyrie go with him? Does Kyrie want to go somewhere else? What I mean, where does Kemba Walker want to go? Kemba Walker may be the most underrated player in the mm-hmm. NBA. Where does he go? Does he go to New York too? He's from New York. Does he want to go play there? Um, and so I really think that that's going to set off just a ton of movement. Do the Knicks get the number one pick, and then it's they're going to get Zion? Who wants to oh go play God, with Zion? Dude. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's really going to depend on a lot of things. Uh, I don't see a clear path to a free agent this year the way I saw one to LeBron last year. I do think they'll get somebody, but I don't know. I who. also don't see it. My biggest, you know, question is I don't see a clear path of success for the Lakers. Like they. I, last year, at least, we kind of were on a road where we're thinking, like, okay, it's going to be Magic, it's going to be Rob, it's going to be Luke. They are gonna they brought in LeBron. We got these young guys. We're going to go with it, and then next time we're going to get somebody else. But now there's been so much drama, so much turnover and turmoil. Now I don't even know what the, the path for success is. It's all about what ifs. It's all about, well, if Jerry comes or if Bob Myers comes and brings Clay with him. And, you know, there's so much yeah. out there. Well, and the other thing is, is that what, what you have to look at is in a vacuum – some of these young guys are playing really well before injury. Like Brandon Ingram looked like an all star mm-hmm. before he got injured. Yeah. And he had a, like and, 28.6 points a game or something yeah. like that. And he has scary injury, too, that we don't know if it'll recur. Yeah. You know, and then you had Lonzo, I thought was getting into a rhythm and playing pretty well. And then he got hurt. And, you know, Josh Hart basically played on one knee all yeah. year. And and there's these Kuz kind of went back on a shooting a little bit, yeah. but still played pretty well. And and again, he was having to carry a much higher load, heavier it was a much heavier load than he was supposed to because of all the other guys getting hurt. I mean, it was just such, we don't have definitive answers on these guys, and I think that's the problem. And I I do think that, look, these guys are cheap compared to the rest of the league. You probably have to keep them unless you can get, look, the whole thing where they were talking about trading five guys for Anthony Davis was was moronic. If if, If that was actually being discussed, it was stupid. I'm not sure if that was Rich Paul leaking stuff or if that was the Lakers. Whoever it was. Yeah. You give up a couple pieces for a top level guy. You don't give up your roster. They were going to trade basically the whole team and you were going to be playing with LeBron, 
Anthony Davis and your G League team. Yeah, Rondo that. and like Lance Stevenson. Yeah, that like, was, it. That was yeah. it. So Ryan Phillips at Rumors and Rants on Twitter. At the end of everything that we just said, uh, you don't think Palinka's in it for the long run? No. Um, Ty Lue should be the next head coach. I think so. I think he's the best option available right now. And you like Clay more than any other free agent. I think it's the most it's the most seamless fit. He's from L.A. His dad was a Laker. Uh, I think that if Durant leaves the Warriors, you might see a few guys leave. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that, yeah, I can I could definitely see that movement. It's interesting, man. I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll he see. also fits the best with LeBron, I will say. I, of pretty much everybody out there, I think he fits the best with LeBron. And I think you were right. We're going to see a new head coach before we see anybody above them. Agreed. So we'll see what happens there in Lakers land. He's Ryan Phillips. You can catch him on the bigleague.com. Covers the NBA. Covers pretty much anything. A lots of sports, but a true, true Laker fan at heart. Die hard. And uh, he's my pal. He's my buddy. At Rumors and Rants. Follow him on Twitter. Thanks for joining us, Ryan. Anytime, buddy.